Hello, my name is Anthony Hines. For the last many years, I've been sharing my knowledge regarding my career, as well as sharing my knowledge as to how I made my way through transition when I was in transition and looking for a new opportunity. My podcast series is basically a two-headed monster. One, how to get in and out of the job search process while remaining sane, or how I did it and remained somewhat sane. A few of my friends would question that, but that's neither here nor there. That said, also, how to make sure that your career is continually developed as a conscious ethic, okay? Today, we discuss the fact that all careers are personal. In your career, you will find that events occur that sometimes can be taken personal. But really, the best way to handle your career is to understand that business is business. Obviously, there are times when there are personal situations that come into a play, but business is really business. And though your career is personal, the events that occur, for the most part, should not be taken personal. Because when you take things personally, what happens is your judgment is much too clouded. Okay? What you have to do is, as hot as it is, Put the emotion aside as best you can. Obviously, there are emotional aspects sometimes. But put the emotion aside in all of the things that happen regarding your career. And say to yourself, what is the message? What is the message the company is trying to tell me? If you get promoted, what is the message? Is the message that you're looked upon as a new leader... And you should act like a new leader and be someone that's a a new leader that can only bring the company to the next level? Or are you someone that the company is looked upon to do a specific task and do a specific duty well? Is that the type of uh, change that's going to occur? My point is, is if your roles change or if you get new skills, what you want to do is you want to talk to your boss about the new expectation, okay? Most people are so happy that they get promoted or they get new tasks or they, uh, they, they're happy they get noticed that they sometimes assume they know exactly what is needed And sometimes that can be their perception that they just have to do their own job. The job that they used to have. But you know what? With new responsibilities come new expectations. So it's really important to sit with your boss when new responsibilities are given and talk about what the expectation is, what the priorities are, and if needed saying you're extremely busy in your, in your old role, to lay out what you do in a day so that your boss knows what you do and together you plan 
so that both of you understand what the priorities are going forward. You see, people, things get much less personal when communication is strong, clarity is strong, proactive action is strong. And that's on you to do. Your boss is busy. You are responsible for your career. And so the fact of the matter is, in order to not take something personal, it's up to you to keep the communication strong with your boss, to lay out the work you currently do, to work to set your priorities together so that it's clear to yourself and your boss what you're doing with your time. Don't assume you know what they want done. Instead, sit with them and plan it. And sit with them and figure out what is needed. Because sometimes your boss has more information regarding what the company is doing. Regarding their strategy or future management changes or new products. So it's up to you to remain very proactive with your boss so that you can be clear and get the things done that you need to. Okay? Another way to improve and to not take things personal is bring the team along, okay? When, when you're working with a group of people and you're working, with, uh, you're working on team projects or even if you're working on singular projects and you get people's help, I want you to make sure that each person properly gets the credit they deserve. That brings the team along. Okay, Now people want to do work with you because the fact is we are all busy. Everybody's busy. But if you appreciate what people do to help you and maybe send a note to their boss that you really appreciated the extra work they did for you and all of that, that person's going to be working with you forever. They're going to be loyal to you because giving a person credit or accolades really helps to build the team and really helps that person to become someone who's going to work with you to help you get your new duties or to help you get your new responsibilities done. So remember, though you, your career is your responsibility, if you really build the team up and help to make the team better, you're doing you're killing two birds with one stone and you're helping to make your network strong so that when you need people, they are there for you. Okay? So, that's on the positive aspect of changing of roles and the, re- and the personal aspect of, of your career and, and how that entails. Okay? Now I want to talk to you about sometimes when you get correction or you get feedback that you may perceive as negative or, or the like. Let me tell you what to do with this. Okay? If you're having one-on-ones with your boss on a consistent basis and meeting with them on a consistent basis, their message should be clear. And their message should be about things that you should be working on. So in that respect, if you have not taken action to 
do what your boss says regarding things that they would like you to work on, then whose fault is that? Is it the fault of your boss that you didn't do what they asked, what he or she asked you to do as part of your schedule one-on-ones? Is, is, is it their fault? Now, if they haven't told you that, you really have to push for that information as part of your one-on-ones to make it clear that your expectation and their expectation are the same. No matter what people's positions are, they sometimes have problems dealing with less than nice comments or less than happy comments. So it's up to you during the one-on-ones to, to ask the question, okay, what should I be doing better? What would you really like to see? And make it easy for your boss to say what they would like. Because this helps them to be able to give you balanced feedback. And believe me, balanced feedback is the most important feedback. You don't want all good all the time and all bad all the time. Because neither one works greatly for you. Okay, So during your one-on-ones or during your discussions with your boss, make sure you're asking what you could do better or which regarding priorities, helping you to set your priorities, what can you do better, and because you want to maintain that clarity so that you get no surprises right? regarding reviews of negative feedback or, or various times during the, during the year when feedback is, occurs that it's mandatory, there are no surprises. That really diminishes angst, okay? And what it does is it helps you to keep a clear mind. Think about how much time you spend on words like, well, I think this, or I got a feeling about this, or I got, I got a sense that this may happen, or things like that. You know what? That has some value. That has great value on the gambling tables if, in fact, you do hit things and, and you do make money gambling, okay? But when it comes to the workplace, that has limited value, okay? Because the fact of the matter is, clarity is key. That helps you to keep things not personal. So, when you have these questions about your feelings or your thoughts or what you think, that should be part of your one-on-ones, okay? Because you want clarity so that your mind is clear so that you can do your job, okay? So make sure that you're running those one-on-one sessions by sending agendas before the meeting, making sure that you have a bullet point list or a list that is properly set up in the way that your boss likes to see or read things. Remember, that's very important. Communicate in the bo- to your boss the way they want to be communicated to. That's your responsibility. No one's going to change for you. You're the one who's responsible to communicate in the way that your boss wants. And if you have a boss for a long time and you communicated with them a certain way and now you have a new boss, guess what? Guess who has to change? Do you think the new boss is going to change about what they want? I don't think so. So a way to understand this is in order to not take things personal, then 
personally adjust to what is needed so that things don't get under your skin. Things don't get, you know, to a place where you're, you're in your own world and you're not dealing with the actual reality. And then if you do get feedback, you have to ask yourself, what is the message? And you got to be clear there, and you can ask your boss this. Okay, I'm hearing what you're saying about this, but what is the real message that you would like me to do? What are the actions you would really like me to do? And what things would you want less of, and what do you want more of? Okay? Because with that clarity, and, and with, with you getting down to tax and getting down to basics, you're going to have a clear understanding of what to do. Your brain is going to be clear. So make sure your one-on-ones are useful. Make sure you have an agenda going in where you're going to talk about certain items and you reference that agenda because what's going to happen is if you don't, you're going to, it's going to talk about personal time or personal events or the like. Sure, there should be a little time for that, but your one-on-one is key time. So it should be time for you to, to work on things to make sure that you have clarity in what your responsibility and what your responsibilities are. As they say, your career is your responsibility. That said, though your career is personal, you really want to do whatever you can to not take things personal. Okay? There is a difference. Right? So, keep the message objective. Alright? Keep it going. Another thing you really have to consciously do is regards to, in regards to office gossip. Don't spread the gossip, okay? Don't spread the office gossip if you get it. If you need to hear it because you're the type of person that wants to know everything, just get it and keep it. Don't spread it because sometimes people give you gossip to see if you'll tell someone. Okay? Sometimes people tr- sometimes people test other people by just seeing if the words they say get spread around. It can only hurt you to spread gossip. It can only hurt you because again, it's personal, it's not truth, it's a waste of time. So if you are in a situation with gossip and you have to get it Take it and eat it, okay? That said, if you can put yourself in a place where you don't get it or you say you don't need to hear it, do that as well. Because the fact of the matter is that sometimes that stuff can get can also get in your way. So keep it objective. Keep it to what's in the emails regarding company announcements. Keep the office gossip at bay keep your communication open with your boss and set your priorities with your boss together so that he or she knows exactly what you are wanting and what is the company is wanting and what your roles are wanting every day okay these are very basic and common mindsets but it's so easy to forget when you're talking about the workplace and you're talking about everything that, that happens on a database basis and the ups and downs and the like. But again, 
if, if you take the responsibility for this, surprises will be less. And you'll be able to keep a better control of what is needed and what is asked of you within your career. Okay? Also, understand that when you build a team, as I said, and give credit where credit is due, and make sure that bosses are given accolades when people help you, you're rising the tide. You are bringing all boats up via a rising tide. And what you're doing there is helping to spread a positive work environment. Remember, people, bosses talk to each other, right? So why not have situations where your boss can hear from people how you went out of your way to help someone on someone else's team that the, everyone was much appreciated of the note that you sent regarding someone's work and their uh, giving the proper credit, right? There's nothing better than letting your boss be surprised by good news. Because one thing that I love to say is when people say, what is your weakness? My weakness is that I like to say that I'm so focused on taking care of the next task or the next duty that I don't always give myself credit for what I've already done. I want you to think about getting to that place in your career, okay? You're so busy with the next duty or the next responsibility that the credit takes care of itself, okay? Remember, you want silence when then when the credit's being given out. You don't have to go chase it. You don't have to go get it. Let it come to you. Let the credit come to you based on your work. Okay? Your work is your talk. Again, if you focus on your work and did you do the previous things I told you and you work to build your team and you keep it positive. You're going to find that you're going to take a lot less things personally. And you're really going to build it in such a way that people will want to work with you. That's your goal. You want to have people want to work with you because they enjoy being around you. And they, they know that you're, you're a good person who's helping the team to be better. Remember, as everyone has said, there is no I in team. So it's up to you, while building your own career, to help to also do what you can to build a team. There's no management person that does not appreciate that. Okay? Taking things personal, people, has very, very limited, if, if any, value. Do what you can to make sure that you replace those feelings with objective and real data and real information, real priorities and real tasks. These items need to be found by communicating and by making sure that you're staying on course. Your career is your responsibility. Your career is personal, but you want to make sure that things 
I'm not taking pussy. Okay? My name is Anthony Hines on slideshare.net. Slideshare.net. S-L-I-D-E-S-H-A-R-E.net. I have a group of PowerPoints called the Job Search Survival Kit. Over 40 PowerPoints that help people deal with their job search as well as other facets of their career. So please take a look at it. It's called the Job Search Survival Kit there, uh, series. On LinkedIn, I have a group called the Anthony Hines Job Seeker Survival Group. It has over 2,500 members. Recruiters, people in transition, people working, professionals from all areas of business who communicate with each other and who link with each other and work with each other to uh, talk and build their careers. So come join my group. We're always looking for new members and make it make the group back better by being part of my group. Also, please spread the word about these podcasts. They're found on Podbean, that's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com, and there's a group of them out there, and we're growing them daily, or weekly, or monthly. I'm growing them as I can. They're out there to help you either get through transition or to build your career. And they're all based not on my professional knowledge being someone who's a career coach. I'm not one of those people looking to take your money. I'm a person that is giving you my experience. I'm sharing with you my experience because experience not shared is experience wasted. If you want to email me, you can email me at ahines 0001 at gmail.com. That's A-H-I-N-E-S 00001 at gmail.com. I look forward to your feedback. I look forward to your emails. Come join my group. Check out my PowerPoints. And please, please, please spread the word. I really want my podcast to be heard by many people. Remember, your career is your responsibility. That said, if you're in transition, always understand that I am trying to also end unemployment one person at a time. Until next time, have a great day, stay safe, and I hope you have the best of health and the best of wealth. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye now.